0: We are studying chapter 5 of Shemuel Bet And we are in the story of David fighting the Pelishtim. Why, why is it important that David defeats the Pelishtim? Because the Pelishtim are like the mortal enemy of the Jewish people, right? Mm-hmm. So if the king defeats the Pelishtim, he earns his stripes that, that's, that's the most basic thing that's how, David, that's how Shaul earned his stripes at the very beginning When he defended the people of Yavesh Gilad from, I think it was the Pilishim. I don't know I have to check back But he defended them From our enemies So when you defeat The enemies of the Jewish people You earn your stripes as king And that's what David Is going to do here Now what's going to be interesting Is seeing the way David handles these wars Because if you remember Shaul When Shaul was, was frazzled By the Pilishim, He did not wait To ask God What he should do Let's see if David Does anything different Because we're hoping David is a new model For how a king should behave Okay So should I go up to Pelisheim or am I going to win? And Jason asked yesterday, isn't that two questions? And we said no, it's really one question. Should I go up to Pelishima? Yes, go up, but you're going to lose. Like it's, if, you, if he says you go up, it means you're going to win, right? So it's one question. Go for I will give the Pelishima into your hands. David. David, gets to Bal Peratzim, which was a place that was that was just a place where they were camped. God has. He was asking the room to me. He asked the room to me. Yeah. Sham David, by to Translate how they translate that. David came to the plane of Perazim and David struck them there. He said, Hashem breached my enemies as breached, water breaches right, that, that's a barrier. A word, that's a word. He breached my enemies like water. Um, I, I think... Uh, I don't know if it's water breaches a barrier. I think it's more... They added that translation. I think it's more like like water could be breached because water is not something that stops you, right? So it's as if he he just... Oh, he always split the water or something. And because of that place... Where he defeated the Pilishim was called Ba'al Piratsim Okay So David wins And he names the place After the breach That he breached the Pilishim. Okay good They left their idols there And David and his people Took them Why would he take the idols What's going on? It's, it's trying to burned What? So they translated it as burned So let's look at the Perushim Okay This is actually very interesting I wish Mikey was here Because this is more of a Of a Gemara topic we're in Pasuk Kaf Aleph. We're looking at the Radak on Pasuk Kaf Aleph. Because the question here is: David beats the Pelishtim and the Pilishdim leave idols. And according to the Peshat, he takes the idols. So why would he take the idols? Strange thing for him to do, right? All right. What, what's the word Va'isa'im literally The means? question is: what does the word Va'isa'im mean? So I we'll look means, at Radak. Does that mean take? Vaisa'em. No, Va'isa'im literally does mean take. Oh, okay. The question is: why did the Archul translate it as burnt? That's the question. So let's look at the Radak, and the Radak explains everything. By Israfim, Radak says, Pshat is that he burnt them, not that he took them. By Israfim. And David and his people burnt everything. And even in the parallel Pasuk in Divrayamim, because Divrayamim is a repeat of these stories, it says, David commanded, and they burnt these things, these idols, in a fire. And, and we have other examples Where the word vatisa Where it typically means Carried away In some circumstances Actually means Burnt mm-hmm. So we have other evidence of this mm-hmm. Like a pasuk in Yov And a pasuk in Nakhum Okay Now In the dirash In the in Masakhet Abu Dazara Of Mem Dalid Amud Aleph By isaem They say means Netila And he took them Whoa. He took them for himself. But then in Divraya Yamim, it says that he burnt them. So why, how could you tell me that it literally means he took them when in Divraya Yamim, which is just another, the same story just being repeated by, I don't know, a different author. Why would in Divraya Yamim they say he burnt them. Okay, so... That's a question on the Gemara, and the answer is Kibelotah Milchama Haya Itaya Gitim Apelishtim Ufleishtiayya Uchshera Mapelat Pelishtim Ba'Lo El David. We call them Sheba Itaya Gitiyah Yomatchilin Isrof Hat Haatzabim Ki Abodazara Asurah B'Ana. We call them Sheba Itaya Gitiyah Uvitel Abodazara. Hini nikhum Ve'al Ma Shelon Isrof Amar Ba'Isam David Ki Kavan Shebitelah Goi Mukteret B'Ana. All right, this is a very, very interesting concept. There is a concept. First of all, Itaya Giti is a is we're going to see him later In the story with Avshalom He's a very staunch supporter Of David However, Ittai Agithi is not Jewish He's from Gat Gat is A city in the area of the Pelishtim So the Gemara says That why did David take the idols? Because Itai The person from Gat Who we're later going to see Is David's supporter This is where he became A supporter of David When he saw the Pelishtim were falling Itai left the Pelishtim areas Came to David and he said, I want to be your ally. Now as he's coming to David, the Gemara says, he sees that David is burning all the idols. Now what does he do? He's Mivatel the Abudazara. So this is a halakha that people don't know. It's very interesting. Abudazara is a surbana. You can't benefit from things that are Abudazara. However, if a Goy comes and declares that the Abudazara is no longer Abudazara, now it's just a piece of, uh, like a piece of art or metal, it's not considered Avodah Zarah anymore It's called Bitul Avodah Zarah How is David being Hana'ah How is he getting benefit from it? Oh by taking it Meaning that If, if you're If you're taking it you can hana'a. If You're getting no, it. No 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 I'm just saying Like what is, If Burning it No We said according to one opinion He's burning it According to the other opinion In the Gemara, It's translated literally That he took it Now t- Taking it And not burning it So what is he taking it for? For his wealth That's Hana'ah Right? Mm. So the Gemara explains That this is where Itai Hagiti comes in He joined David And he saw that David was in the middle of burning the Abu Dazara. He said no these are valuable Don't burn them Let me be mevatel these Abu Dazara And then you will be able to keep them mm. So that's uh, why am I saying all this First of all it's interesting that the, the Peshat is that he burnt them So they translated it right However what's interesting is the whole idea That a Goy could actually be mevatel Abu Dazara because a lot of these things, They could negate the status of Abadazara And allow you to actually benefit from it very So so in that case If it's very valuable The king is then allowed to sell it And make money off of it mm. Spoils Okay mm. Alright That means he's like If let's say you have like a, a Buddha Right And the Buddha is like Ten million dollars You can't sell it until like a, on, a Goy comes, the the Goy but Goy comes, comes it, and the batella it, Yeah exactly You can make the ten Exactly Only a, only a Goy can do that Only so, a Goy could do that Correct Who serves the yeah. idol or do any of those? Yeah, the, there are a lot of... If you have to look in Rambam, in a lot of But it's typically... It's it's only a guy who's allowed to do it. Okay. Pasuk... Kaf Bet. od The pelishim continue to come. And they spread themselves out on Emik rifayim. Emik today is where? Emik Rafaim. Emik is right is under the, your nose. The German colony? Is, is right where is If you look from your back... If you have a back view from the King David Hotel... And you look <laughs> right and down. That's a microphone. That's a German, German colony. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But you see Well, I don't know to be honest. I don't know if it's the same one. It could be it could to be. be. It could be yeah. because where David, David is in Yerushalayim. And right the now. city of David's right there. The city so of yeah, David like is right there. A mile away, uh, not even. I feel like they're all, so well, all the legit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we see for and they and they went in and David and David asked God again and said don't go this time he said go around them and come from the side of Bechaim i don't know where Bechaim is the Gemara goes off and explains that it's uh, it's the name of a tree or something when you hear the rattling of the trees then you could go it's actually translated as the mulberry trees oh yeah yeah all right so What's interesting about this war The Pelishim come And David asks again From Hashem Which is good Because Sha'ul wouldn't have done that But do you remember um, he, Here he's getting Mike you missed a very good subiah. Oh. It was, a, it was a very halakhic sugiah we, we just did it in Rada. Okay So Here he gets a response of no That he can't go now, why, why, why did that strike me as interesting? Did Shaul ever get a no answer? He never waited for the responses. He never, he never waited yeah. for the responses. Okay? Oh, I, okay, fine. So, so what we're seeing here, that's what I was going to say, is when David gets a yes, he goes. When he gets a no, he doesn't go. He which shows that he's fully subservient to the will of God when it comes to war. Now, the reason it's interesting is because this time, the Pelishim are are right there, they're right under his nose, and he gave two opportunities... For, there are two chances for David to mess up here. Both times the pelishim are camped, and it's tense and it's scary. And he could have said, "I'm in a rush. I don't have time." But both times he kept the word of God, which is a very good sign. His time he says, "Don't go up. Rather go from around and get them from the mulberry trees." Now, what does it mean from the mulberry trees? I think the peshat is that he's actually telling him to go from a specific location and to access them from the back, from a place called Bichaim. But there is a midrash that says. That don't go until you hear the rattling of the trees. Until you hear that the trees are, are, tre- are, are, whistling. are whistling. And once you hear the trees are whistling, then you know it's time for you to go from around because that's proof that God is with you. you know, what does it have to do with the, the thing? There's a, there's a note there. There should be a note there that says how these trees are very thorny. And it goes to show that God is in the trees in the thorn bushes with the people, meaning when the people are struf, are are suffering, God also is is in is in uh is sub, causes himself to suffer also. No? You see that? Yeah, yeah. Is there? You wanna read it? To the road, bad, this one? No, no, no. No. It's a gima it's a. Oh, where here I'll read it for you 24 yeah, but It doesn't say anything about the thorns Why did he give them a, a siman that when oh, the tree Which would, would resemble the sound of an army, army of angels Right of the that's, the, or, that's yeah. the thing It would resemble the sound of an army of angels When the trees are whistling it's, it's the sound as if God is coming with his arm A legion of angels right Here I'll read you That these things are full of, of, of sharp things Anytime Israel is in pain, uh, It's as if it's pain before God. Uh, just like the thorn bush So he, Yeah, something like that. So the sign from Israel to attack from the back is coming from a thorn bush. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Alright, there's a lot of midrashim here because it's a little bit vague. When you hear the sound of the of the trampling from the top of the bichayim, then you shall attack Because then God has gone before you To attack the Pelishim And David did exactly as God commanded him And he struck the Pelishim from Geva until Geze Alright, so actually from the end From this last Pasuk It sounds like Bechaim is the name of a tree Not a place yeah. Okay, Baruch